And folks, it's time for Speaking with the Enemy, presented by Red Tag. Folks, there is nothing like a holiday escape with redtag.ca, and this year, spaces are limited, so make sure to book in advance to secure your spot on the beach right now and be merry later. See the world your way with redtag.ca. Sean Campbell is the voice of the Alouettes on TSN 690 Montreal Radio. He's with us, and my friend, you know what? We meet again. This time, one of us will be doing our last broadcast of the season. Great to have you with us. I feel like a regular now. <laughs> You've been doing a great job. That's why we keep asking you to come back. Hey, man. And you know what? These two teams have been doing a great job. Every single time they play, it's been a great game. Sean, I want to start with the most outstanding player nominee, Eugene Lewis, uh, a matchup against a, an all-star Jamal role. What do you what do you see conspiring out of this matchup today? Uh, I think it'll be probably one of the biggest factors in the football game. I mean, you know, it'll be Jamal Roll, but it'll be Jamal Roll and who else? If it goes into 1v1, uh, I think that the Alouettes will have no problem throwing the ball to Eugene Lewis and and uh, let him go up for those footballs. He makes great catches. He's great at getting the, at the highest point. But if the Ticats want to give uh, Roll a little bit of help, that's when the other receivers come into play. We know Reggie White Jr. How big a factor can a guy like Jake Winicky be or Tyson Philpott? So I think that, you know, however Hamilton plays Eugene Lewis defensively will really dictate uh, this game. Yeah, there's no way Montreal is going to go home uh, with a loss without giving Eugene Lewis a chance to be a game breaker. Uh, and next, uh, I guess on the flip side, you got Tim White, the most outstanding receiver for player for the Ticats, going against an all-star, Wesley Sutton. Um, speak on that matchup. Yeah, that, that one's going to be interesting because you know that if you look at the targets this year, it's Dunbar or White, and with all the injuries to the receiving core that the Ticats have had, uh, they really just fall back on those two players, and those two players have provided big moments for the Ticats, so it's going to be real difficult for Wes Sutton if he's stuck one-on-one. -on -one. He's going to need help. He's going to need help from his linebackers. He's going to need help uh, from his safety uh, because Tim White will be targeted. I, I believe it was 145 times this year in the season, so it's not going to be easy uh, to keep him at bay. Sean, who can we expect to get the carries in the backfield? Since William Standbacks came back uh, healthy, we've seen a bit of a rotation um, between Fletcher, uh, Antwi, and Standback. But who do you think is going to get the majority of the touches today? It'll be Standback. They've been working him towards this game. They've been working him towards this moment. Uh, Standback's going to get the carries. Yes, Fletcher's going to get in there. It gives a little bit of variety to the uh, run game. He gets more involved in the pass game. Uh, but the first few games, he's played four games. So the first two, they limited his touches to about 10 a game. And then they, uh, the second game, uh, the third game, that's where they pushed him a little bit more. He got up towards 15. And he only played a half last week. That was just to make sure that he was ready. But this, I'm expecting Will Standback to be the guy all game long for the Alouettes. Sean, no Mika Awe at the middle linebacker position. Uh, really talked about his contributions. He was really steady, it seemed like, most of the season. Chris Aki stepping in. What does he offer? Yeah, well, it's interesting. Chris Aki stepped into the position that was his. Chris Aki started the season, uh, you know, uh, kind of, well, at first it was Trey Watson, but then Chris Aki was on the outside lab, linebacker. Tyrese Beverett took that. But Chris Aki has been on the outside looking in, and this guy's been a starting linebacker for the Owls so, so long, and then he had to sit back and wait. He gets into a lot of plays because the Owls do transform from three down linemen to four linebackers sometimes. Uh, and, and Chris Aki gets a lot of snaps. 
He understands the defense. He knows exactly what he has to do. Mika Awe will be missed, but I don't know if there's that much a drop-off when Chris Hackey comes in. Sean, at the returner position, both these teams have uh, a game-breaking game-breaking returners who have helped them tremendously throughout this season. Chandler Worthy, uh, you know, the all-star for the Alouettes, and then Lawrence Woods the third. How big of a factor do you see the special teams game and particularly the return game being in today's matchup? Well, I think it's going to be huge because it really dictates field position, right? And then when field position, and you know how close these games have been to one score down to the wire, and if you're starting at your 45 versus starting at your 20, it's going to make a big difference for if you can get a field goal on a drive or a touchdown on a drive. So they don't necessarily have to bring the ball to the house, but they have to get positive yards. And if somebody has a big 30 or 40-yard gain and changes the uh, you know, the field the position game, that, that in a game that you know and expect to go down the wire could be the difference. So I'm expecting both returners to be ready to play. Sean Campbell, I, I, I can't deny that I have to ask this question because every time we chat, it, it, it seems to be a topic of discussion. Uh, Alouette's owner, Gary Stern, he can't stay off Twitter. He's guaranteeing victory. What? This guy, he has really done something to fire up fans in Montreal. I got to believe that. What? Why would he change what he's already done, right? <laughs> like, why, why would he change the norm of what, what he feels like he's been doing all season long? I mean, uh, he's very confident in his group. I know that there was a time where he got quiet on Twitter, but then he said, you know what? I'm going to jump in and I'm going to speak my mind. He has. So uh, I'm I'm fine with it. I, I enjoy it. I know what Twitter is. I know what I've talked to Gary Stern. I know what he's doing. He just he likes positivity. He likes uh, keeping it up. And hey, why not? Man? You know, Sean, again, just following up, following up that again, what kind of atmosphere? I hear we're getting some gusty winds out of uh, Percival Molson. Yeah, you know what? I just walked up the mountain uh, and it rained all morning, but it looks like the skies are about to clear. There is a bit of breeze. Uh, from one end zone to the other, a little stronger than we're used to here. And uh, we'll see if that becomes a factor and maybe somebody wants to do something uh, a little bit different when uh, it comes to the kicking game. But, uh, you know, I don't think there's anything different. It's, it's a warm one. It's not going to be cold. And I think the rain should hold off. It might drizzle at one point, but uh, the weather shouldn't be too much of a factor. Hey, Sean, it's been a fun season. We certainly appreciate you being a regular on our broadcast of CFL this week. Have yourself a great call. Enjoy the day. Thank you. Have a good one, guys.